Wherever decisions need to be made, you'll find a need for leadership. I'm Miranda Ryman, Senior Associate Editor of the Angus Journal, and we've been interviewing the eight candidates vying for five seats on the American Angus Association Board of Directors. Listen in as this clip takes us to Missouri. Today I'm visiting with Jim Brinkley. He's an Angus breeder from Milan, Missouri. Jim, folks have, have read the bios in the October Angus Journal, but just to kind of give us a little bit of background, do you want to tell us a little more about yourself and your operation? Yes, thank you. Uh, as you stated, my name is Jim Brinkley, and I'm seeking re-election for the Board of Directors uh, for the American Angus Association. I've been married to my wife, Sherry, for 41 years. Uh, we've lived in Milan all of our lives. Uh, grew up here and uh that's that's where our roots are so we have uh we have two great children uh, crystal and justin and uh we also have three wonderful grandchildren with uh with another on the way so we're really excited uh about that uh, we currently own and operate Brinkley Angus Ranch, LLC, uh, which consists of more than 1,600 acres of grassland, farmland. Uh, that's not including the rented acres, it's just what we own, and more than 400 registered Angus cows and heifers. For the past three years, I've been honored to serve uh, as a director on the board uh, of the American Angus Association. So with that perspective, what do you think are some of the things that are going right in the Angus business today? Well, there's there's a lot of positives coming out of St. Joe, in, in, in my opinion. Uh, just to talk about a few of them, registrations and transfers, uh, they've increased for the last three years. Not significantly, but they have increased, which is, in, in my opinion, a very positive direction. Uh, last year, the all the sales combined, the the registered cow and the registered bull showed a nice increase in 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 price. So the, certainly great demand for for replacement females and and Angus bulls. The Angus Link program, which is relatively new, uh, it uh, last year it was up 22%, which is a, a significant increase, and I and I know that it was up more than that the prior year. I, I don't have those figures off the top of my head, but it's, it, it's showing a real nice increase, and, and membership should be really happy about that. Our CEO and, and uh, staff in St. Joe certainly is a positive. Uh, they've done a tremendous job serving membership through the COVID pandemic. Uh, and these challenging times, whether they're working remotely or or not not getting to travel to 
to to meet with members. I feel like St. Joe has done a tremendous job of of servicing the memberships. I would uh, Mark and his team uh, not only has done a great job servicing memberships, but they've done a great job of in, in cutting on the budget. I I know just this past year they they cut the budget more than 14%, which is a significant cut. Part of it's due to travel. Uh, part of it's due to just cutting some fat out. So, uh, I, I mean, my hat's off to the to Mark and his team. Uh, cutting that much out of the budget without cutting any programs or services. Well, Jim, it's always fun to talk about the things that are going right. But as we look ahead. Can you talk about some of the challenges that Angus breeders will face in the future and how the association can best adapt to service membership? Sure. There, you know, there's there's several companies that are trying to offer EPDs and genomics for breeders that maybe don't offer a registered bull, maybe a black bull, but not a registered bull. I think with our database and our EPD system, we are leaps and bounds ahead of of those companies. And I think we have to continue to to work uh, very very hard to get the phenotype data and if 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 we get the phenotype data like we have been doing and increasing that we will continue to validate our EPD system and make our EPDs more accurate and more predictable for our membership. I can tell you we've introduced some new EPDs. Uh, some some of those are not as, I mean, we don't have all the, the, the phenotype data that we need for those. But it, I feel that we're better with these EPDs than we would be without them. I mean, it's no different than at the inception of EPDs. I mean, they they was what they was. I mean, they wasn't backed up by much phenotype data. Now, we have a lot of phenotype data. Our EPDs are better. Our system's better. And therefore, our product is more predictable. Every time we talk about challenges, it kind of seems a natural bridge to leadership. So tell me a little bit about your leadership style and why good leadership matters. Well, I feel like I'm a progressive leader. Uh, I'm always looking down the road, always have my head up and my ears open, and I'm open-minded to what's going to make myself better 
and the membership of it. I think we have to continue to educate ourselves, make educated decisions, make informed decisions, and if we continue to do that, that's what's in the best interest of membership, and that's what's in the best, and that's what's in being the best leader. My my mother always said that I would learn more using my ears than I would using my mouth, and I feel like that is a real strong quality of mine of being having the ability to be a good listener. Is there anything else that you'd like people to know before November's annual meeting? Well, I've been fortunate to have have had the opportunity to serve membership for the past three years. And during that time, I've served on the following committees. I've served on AGI, Finance and Planning Committee, Angus Foundation, Member Services, Communications and PR, and Commercial Programs Committee, where I've been fortunate this past year to have served as chairman of that committee. And I, during the, during this the past three years, I feel like that I've proven myself to be a quality board member and a leader. I've always taken and returned members' phone calls and gave strong consideration to the input that I received from those calls. I've always voted in the best interest of the membership and will continue to do so if reelected. In closing, I would just like to take this opportunity to thank you for allowing me to serve the past three years and ask for your continued support in my reelection to the American Angus Association Board of Directors. Well, Jim, as I've been telling each one of the the board candidates, and as you well know, having served on the board, it's a big commitment to even throw your name up for consideration. So thank you for taking the time to invest in the American Angus Association. And we'll look look forward to anybody who doesn't know you getting to know you a little bit better in Fort Worth. The association's annual business meeting will take place Monday, November 8th, and board elections will occur at that time. For more information, visit angusconvention.com. To listen to all candidate interviews, please visit angusjournal.net. Reporting for the Journal, I'm Miranda Ryman.